Ladies and gentlemen, episode 93 of the Drewcast. Welcome back, guys. Back again with me, like he always is, my disembodied but never bodied voice. We got J.O. behind the camera, guys, like always. I mean, last week I was kind of hesitant to tell you because you guys already know if you watch this channel. But yeah, we're going to start straight off, guys. Um... This next topic is uh, kind of where I don't like having this conversation because, like, I'm a rapper. I'm a big fan of rap. And this conversation seems to come up, like, once every couple months now, it feels like. Ever since, like, you know, the last, like, five years, like, there's always some tragic death surrounding a rapper. I've been thinking to myself, all right, cool. You know, maybe, like, maybe things can change. And things can, but... On November 1st, uh, a member of the Migos, Takeoff, died. So I remember coming home that night after, like, trick-or-treating with the kids and stuff. I'm, like, laying in my bed. It's, like, past 12 at this point. I go on Twitter and I read that. It kind of struck me because, like, obviously the Migos are probably the biggest rap group in the last decade, almost, I would say. They're up there with the biggest. I know old heads would probably disagree, but I would say ever, to be honest. I know you have like other rap groups, but I don't think commercial like sales numbers and all that kind of stuff. I don't think anybody was as big as them. Yeah, the Migos are probably commercially the biggest rap group ever. Yeah. Yeah. There's probably yeah, you're right. There's probably gonna be a lot of old heads that disagree, but like what about NWA and Sugar yeah, Hill? Go start your own channel then, dude. You know what I mean? But that's besides the point. His real name, Kershink Kari Ball. So he died he died in Houston outside of a private party on November first. So basically the night of Halloween going into the next night. It this one, this one kinda affected me more than other rappers and celebrities dying because of like the situation surrounding him and his family. Not only are they a rap group, but they they're related to each other. And at the time of this incident, Takeoff, Quavo, and Offset really weren't talking to each other. Like, you know, Quavo and Takeoff were kind of beefing with Offset. I don't know the full story behind that, and I don't have any, like, detail. I don't think anybody really knows the details. There was rumors that they were mad that he had slept with one of their girlfriends. or And, you know, I don't think the full truth ever came out, but that's uh, that's actually also not what I want to talk about. I just, like, seeing, like, so Quavo was Takeoff's uncle, right? Now... Every situation that has ever happened, most of the time you put yourself in the shoes of that person, right? And as an uncle myself, I'm like, oh, damn, bro. Like, imagine you're just seeing your nephew dead, right? You're at, a, you're at an event. You guys have made it in life. You have made it. There's nothing else to conquer. You have a career. You make good money. You make good music. You probably have a lot of fun together. I mean, that's what I want to do with my family, right? Like, I want us to experience some stuff like that. Like, I want to have fun and make hella money and do, like, things that nobody else ever gets to do. I mean, that's a big accomplishment, bro. Like, they made it. As a family, they made it, bro. And that's how it ends? To me, I was like, dude, that that can't happen. And I put myself in Quavo's shoes and the family shoes. And I was like, nah, bro, like, this is different. Off the rap shit, this death is different. Because it... That shouldn't have happened to him. He was never really into all the lights and shit. Like, he just kind of stayed to himself. He was never in the news over some bullshit. He was never 
you know, mixed with any drama. Like he was just like low key and like chill about everything. Couldn't you say someone would argue that he's the most underrated rapper in the Migos? Yeah. He's uh, had I, some I don't know. That's debatable because I think everyone knows he's the best Migos. So yeah, I don't think underrated is. I mean, maybe. Maybe commercially is, you know, more. Un- yeah. But man, at the time, him and Quavo weren't in good terms with Offset. Imagine being Offset right now, bro. Just imagine you didn't get to make up with your family member before they were killed. You got to live with that forever now, bro. I'm sorry, man. I I know Offset's probably never going to see this, bro. But like, honestly, bro, I really, really 100% from the bottom of my heart go for you, bro. I do. I mean, it's it's one of those things that you are going to have to move on from. You are literally going to have to reach into the deepest part of your soul and try to find peace with the situation. And it sucks. And I'm sorry. I can never imagine being in that position. And I really, really feel for you, bro. Quavo, too. I mean, at this point, guys, make up. Right? I mean, no one can tell you what to do. Right? The public can't tell you what to do. And you guys will probably handle whatever beef you have in-house. But, bro, this situation is just real proof that, like, bro, life is real as fuck. I know everybody tells you guys that. Every influencer, every YouTube video, everybody says that, right? But it's really, like, just one of the coldest facts of life, bro. You know? You could be... I've, I, it made me think about, again, I'm, I'm personalizing it, right? I'm making it personal. But there's been times in the past, like in the last couple of years, where me and Josh really weren't on good talking terms together. Where me and Josh spent months not talking. And if somebody would have killed my cousin, bro, like I wouldn't recover from that. You know, like I know, like I would be like, nah, bro. Even if me and Josh were beefing and there's been times, like I said, where, like we were really not talking. Like if somebody killed Josh, that's like my brother, dude. Like I, so I, again, I don't mean to make it a personal thing and try to make it about me. I'm just saying like, this is what I felt when I heard the news. Again, all the gossipy stuff surrounding it, we're not going to talk about. Because that's not our business here, right? But we do talk about life here on this channel. And it just, bro, like, that's it's just one of those those things, like, he didn't have to die, right? These guys are super huge, rich, famous rappers. Like, what a waste of a life that someone felt he had the right to take this guy's life. Over what? Over an argument? Over an argument, bro. That's what I'm saying, bro. Like, I... I always promote fighting with your fist, right? That's my first thing I always tell people. Hey, bro, let's fight. Let's fight hands first first, right? Let's let's duke it up first. But people nowadays, they don't want to do that. They can't take an L respectfully. It's always guns this, guns that. The guns always get pulled. You can't be around people no more, bro. Like, real talk. You know what I mean? And people always say, why don't you work with more people? Why don't you have more interviews? Because shit like this, you don't know who you're dealing with, bro. Like you could say one wrong thing and they're going to kill you for it. Nah, bro. I don't know, dude. That's just, it bugs the fuck out of me. It really bugs me that this is how he died. And again, another celebrity death where everybody feels like it's appropriate to share the picture and the video on social media. We talked about this off camera to send. There might be a good reason for some of them to record it in the moment. There's plenty of good reasons to record it in the moment because you could catch the person who did it. You're getting a more accurate detail of the scene. 
right, that the cops may use to solve this case. But if you're on social media like Twitter and Instagram and you're like, and it's not your job, even like people like academics them, you're weird as fuck for sharing that, bro. I'm sorry. There's just certain things you shouldn't share. That's just my opinion. I know people are going to think differently and cool, but you, there's just certain things you don't share. That's one of them. There's like hell of people sharing the video and the picture and like coming up with conspiracy theories. And it's again, it goes back to being disrespectful as fuck when the, there's family involved. There's like real people involved, man. You know, I don't know their personal life like that. But like if this guy has a mom, sister, grandma, aunts, uncles, and they're grieving and they can't even go on social media because you guys are sharing this shit and being disrespectful as fuck. That's just cornball shit, bro. It really is. It's just some supreme cornball shit. I don't know, man. D did you did you have any takes on this, Justin? Like, what? I'm obviously it's like a tragic like thing that happened, but do you have anything that like? What is your opinion on the fact that like people, the whole phenomenon of people sharing stuff like this when they're not like they're, when they're not media or they're not the cops? sharing it is yeah like they're kind of a different story i think probably what they would tell you is like hey uh you know i'm a journalist or i'm a news outlet it's mm -hmm. my job to share the news you know or they'll tell you like hey um even if i don't share it a hundred other people will so you know me not sharing it isn't gonna do anything it's kind of like like that i would assume that's what they would say because that argument has been brought up in the past about plenty of other things. As far as, like, recording the act itself, I think that if you intentionally, like, hey, there's a fucking dead guy on the floor and he's bleeding out, let's record that. I think that's fucked up. Okay, yeah. But I think that's you're... clearly non-debatable. Like, that's just fucked. But I kind of also don't think that that's how the majority of these things go. I think that somebody's already recording a dispute happening and they just happen to keep the camera rolling during like the the aftermath or like you know the whatever you want to call it still happening and they just happen to catch that like and, the act happening and uh, you know t to give them the benefit of the doubt i don't think people are really thinking like that in the moment I, I think like for example if i was to be recording like two people fighting with their fist you know somebody gets pushed down and beat up on the ground and then one person pulls out a gun and starts shooting like i'm not gonna sit here and think to myself in the heat of the moment i should turn my camera off like i think that i'm just gonna be in shock and like just still kind of like what's yeah. documenting what i'm seeing i think that's you, just kind of the natural response but you bring up a good point I could bro. Be wrong. like i guess it's your intention behind it right yeah i feel like people online that are sharing the pictures and video of it like on their social media accounts it just doesn't give me like you had good intention vibe. Like yeah. it doesn't give me that. And even like with people like academics now who are sharing it, right? It's like, bro, like I get it. You would say you're a media and that you're a journalist and your platform's really big, but even like people like them, they don't give me the vibe that like they really truly care. Nah, me neither, unfortunately. And these people are real people that are being affected. And the media is just one of those things, man, that is, I don't know, I can't take the media serious, but I do think it's kind of a hot take, but I do think that like recording that kind of stuff is like low key needed. I don't think it needs to be spread to the whole fucking world, but I do think that to some extent it being recorded is helpful because like you said earlier, your video could point out 
you know, who who was the shooter, or like or details your video. That they might not know about. Yeah, like yeah. or like, what if somebody was like, "Oh no, man, I wasn't even there," but then in the video you can clearly see them instigating the fight, or you know, the video can capture plenty of details that could be, you know, helpful to somebody. So, I think that's. I think recording. I don't think that's much of a hot take. I think you kind yeah. you're like you're you're right. A lot of people would probably still try to debate you on that, but but hey, I hey, I'm not because pr- think about if takeoff was like your son, right? Yeah, and your son got killed, and nobody recorded it. So and then nobody's like nobody's talking because yeah, they, nobody's you know talking, talk nobody's saying too, shit so. because they don't want to be a snitch. So then nobody knows shit about shit, and your son's murder just goes unsolved. Whereas yeah, if you one person know. just had their phone out. And they maybe they don't get the the like the shooting, but they get like who's there. They get why the the shit even happened in the first place. They get like you know uh, a a good look of like maybe where people were running to or running from, you know whatever whatever. That's that's still helpful. That's better than nothing. So maybe they find out who actually shot takeoff because some random person decided to record the argument. And just kept the camera nah, going after gunshots happened. That's very logical, but I don't think that's a hot take at all. I mean, I guess people are gonna think it is, but I don't. Nah, man. If you're speaking from logic, that's a very logical thing to say. So, but yeah, I'm not. I'm not really a thoughts and prayers type of guy, but I really do want to send like my best wishes and just from the bottom of my heart to this family and everybody involved. It's very tough, and I couldn't imagine going through it. And honestly, like I really feel for you guys, everybody involved, from the family to the friends. Like seriously, like this is something that. I really, really wish didn't happen. And I hope you guys are able to move forward in life and find peace with it. So, yeah, that's that's my thoughts on the takeoff situation, which I, I wanted to talk about more. But there's just certain things that, like, me and you can't talk about us in without people because we're not qualified, you know what I mean? So, not that I wanted to, and I don't like gossipy shit either. So, maybe, in, maybe on another video mm-hmm. with a guest, if they wanted to talk about it, we can. But I just... R.I.P. Takeoff. Yeah. So if you guys are new to the channel, I'm like really, really passionate about space and like mysteries and theories and aliens and UFOs. That's like a really big passion of mine, bro. Like I get really excited because there's something in my soul that just wants answers to things and is like eager to learn and grow. And I, I love it. I love growing. I love learning. So here on ABC News, another UFO report expected this week, some incidents still unexplained. The reason I'm bringing this up is because there was a report last year that I, that I covered. I think this report might be a little bit bigger than previous reports. The enduring debate about whether UFOs are caused by extraterrestrial beings will once again be up front and center this week as U.S. intelligence agencies will provide Congress with an updated report on UFO incidents over the past year. Meanwhile, it appears that other more recent incidents are being attributed to weather balloons, other airborne clutter, or foreign surveillance, according to the U.S. to a U.S. official. Now, this leads to a whole slew of things that I'm going to that I'm going to get into. And before I get into like the meat and bones of this topic, right in that ABC report straight away, they're saying that some of it can be attributed to weather balloons, clutter in the sky, foreign surveillance, right? Now, as I continue on with this topic cuz I'm going to talk about NASA cuz so NASA put together a 16-person team to study this shit, which maybe in my mind I'm like, "Hey, maybe they've already been 
studying this? Because I don't think there's no way NASA hasn't already been studying this. Maybe it's the skeptic in me, but there's no way you can sit there and tell me that NASA hasn't already been studying this. I'm sorry. And I'm not trying to say that they're fake or everything's fake. I'm not trying to do that right now. But like, you're going to sit here and tell me that NASA has never put together a team to study this before until this year. Maybe this is the first time they've publicly said it. Because I don't know if you remember this, Justin. You might remember, dude, because you're the editor. But you remember a couple months ago, I did an episode talking about something big is going to be coming. Remember? And you said you were like, ah, dude, I think you might be right. And there, I said, hey, give it like a couple months to a year. But I think something big is going to be happening because all the evidence is suggesting that it's going to happen. I think it's already happening right now as we speak, bro. I think something big is going to happen. And hey. A lot of you, me, so me and Emily were talking one night, right? And we were talking about how there's, okay, so at our work, there's certain people who can't even handle when a price changed, right? They get really mad if like something's in the wrong spot and this is false advertising. And like, you know, there's a lot of people who can't even handle being told no when an eight cent bag, hey, do you want a bag? Not if it's eight cents. You know what I mean? Though, so those same people are going to be okay when they find out the truth of what's happening? No. So there's going to still be a lot of people who are just completely brain dead, right? And then they're not going to understand any of the shit. So that's something big that's happening. Yeah, a lot of us aren't really going to be prepared even with the way they're babying us into it. Because I feel like they're really babying us, bro. But I guess there's reasons to it, right? But a question arises from that ABC article I just read to you guys. What if it's not aliens? Okay. But what if it's something stranger than that? And what I mean is, what if it's something that we just don't understand that's natural to Earth, right? If you guys have seen the movie Nope, you would know that in the movie Nope, which is a fantastic movie, by the way. Have you seen it yet, Edison? No. Come on, dude. You should have said Nope, man. Fucking hell, you too, man. You know what I mean? But guys, fucking boo him, dude. Please, boo him, but... Yeah, no. Uh, so in the movie, the UFO is, you know, terrorizing his ranch yada 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 come to find out it's a fucking creature it's a literal creature right and if he hasn't had it spoiled it for you by the way sorry but no nah, i already got it spoiled for me okay, okay. but yeah so the ufo is a literal creature in the movie nope i was on i was on i think reddit and you read the reddit review of it no and i saw like this image of this thing in the the sky and it looked fucking ridiculous I went to the comments because it was somebody made a meme out of it. Mm -hmm. And then when I went to the comments, they were talking about the movie. And I was like, oh, that's from the movie. Cool. Now I know what the fucking UFO looks like. <laughs> yeah, basically. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. So what if it's not aliens? So I believe there's aliens, right? And I believe they have been to Earth at some point in our history. But what if? What if NASA, they put this team together. And we realize that what's in our sky is not aliens, but something natural to Earth that they can go through our sky with impunity. They can't be tracked. They can't be. And it's just from here. Hey, the skeptics would be more. What, what would you feel to send if they said they came out with the report and said, hey, we've studied this phenomenon. And what we can, and what we found out is a lot of what's happening is natural to earth but we just can't explain what's happening what if it's like a like some creature that lives in the sky that can like hide and blend itself in with the clouds or it's like you know what i mean like what like 
would that not be freakier than aliens, bro? Yeah, I think. I think it would be. Because according to a lot of paintings and stuff from like our ancestors, this thing, this phenomenon has been happening. This this has been happening for a while now. I mean, there's evidence and cave paintings and and paintings in general and just like textbooks and the the bible is one of them too or like there's a couple books in the bible that hey that sounds like aliens bro or ufos but irregardless what do you guys think if they told you next week hey it's not aliens there are aliens but it's not them it's just something we can't explain that's natural to hear what would you guys think and i know earlier i mentioned how nasa's putting together a team Right? So they're putting together a team of 16 members. So I'm on the actual NASA website and they actually give you all 16 people and their credentials. Bro, they're really credible people, bro. Like, they are some really, like, it's a really well put together team. Like, this isn't just like, you know, random, like, people across the internet. Like, this is some real, like, good people. So it says NASA has selected 16 individuals to participate in its independent study team on unidentified aerial phenomenon, which is UAP. I think they changed it from UFO to UAP to make it sound more professional, but we're still calling it UFOs, bro. Observations of events in the sky cannot be identified as aircraft or as known natural phenomena are categorized as UAPs. Which, again, I mentioned the weather balloon and the, the clutter and the foreign surveillance. They're saying it's none of those, right? So, the independent study will begin on Monday, October 24th, over the course of nine months. The independent study team will lay the groundwork for future study on the nature of UAPs for NASA and other organizations. To do this, the team will identify how data gathered by civilian government entities commercial data and data from other sources can potentially be analyzed to shed light on UAPs. It will then recommend a roadmap for potential UAP data analysis by the agency going forward. The study will focus solely on unclassified data. A full report containing the team's findings will be released to the public in mid-2023. So, bro, that, that right there, I told you guys, something big's happening. They're publicly saying that they put together a team of 16 different people. Should we read the 16 people's name or not? I don't think that matters. No. Nah. I mean, if you guys want, it's on the NASA's website. It's like a list and like the list is huge. Their credentials are real, bro. Like these are some real top tier people. I dude. mean, that first guy, like we could say David Spurgle. And I guarantee you not a single soul who subscribed to us would know who that is. Yeah. No, I don't you, even know who that is. No, you're right, bro. And I no shout out to David Spurgle. Though, but you know what I mean? But... <laughs> But hey, bud, sorry, but yeah, you're right. Now, that's fascinating, bro. It's so fascinating because I've never seen that before. A lot of people who are older than us, Justin, like the, the generations before us, this must be very weird for them, dude, because they came from an era where you don't talk like this. You, you literally would have your career ruined, bro. Like there is no talking about it. You don't believe in it. It's hush hush alien what alien who like there is no talking like that you would literally get your life and career ruined bro the fact that we live in the day and age where this is happening blows my complete mind like literally we are born in the in the timeline to send think about it right out of every single time period we literally could have been born into we are born in the time period where uaps and ufos are being slowly disclosed to people now nasa's putting together a team 
all this stuff is starting to come forward. These videos are starting to come out. People are starting to come forward about it. More and more evidence is starting to be brought forth. And when I say evidence, I mean like there's documents, videos, pictures, that type of stuff, right? It just blows my mind that we're in this time period. We could have been in any time period that has ever existed. We could have been in the medieval times. We could have been in the 1940s. We literally could have been alive during the Civil War. We could have been alive during the 1400s. But no, the universe so happened to put me and you plugged right into this timeline. Where the old era is going to cross over with the new era. Tech, we're almost to the point where technology, there's no going back now. We're born in that timeline. And like we're going to be one of the last people that remembered we were outside, bro. We weren't on tablets and video games, but we also grew up when those two started to cross over. And it's fucking fascinating, bro. It's fascinating. And before I get off the UFO topic, I had a theory, okay? Now, bear with me because the theory, it, it, a lot of it, a lot of it comes from, so people think that UFOs and UAPs could be us from the future coming back to observe everything to see what went wrong or just to observe how we, we were in the past, which is a kind of a really good theory, which could explain a lot of things like them being from another dimension and just coming in and viewing us, right? Kind of like the zoo hypothesis, right? Because I've, I've talked about it before, but North Sentinel Island is one of those things where like they don't know about us, but we are all watching them type shit. So if you were to try to give a message to humans in the past, you can't communicate with them because they don't talk the same language as you. You really can't show up and just announce yourselves without like freaking everybody out and causing chaos. How would you send those people a message without sending them a message? And I thought about this, like even with like ants and other creatures that can't really communicate with you, but you tried to send them a message to let them know that there's the universe is bigger than what they think it is. And maybe the message would be, hey, if there's other things out there and we're not the only life, let's take care. Let's take better care of Earth. Maybe let's treat each other better because if there's other things out there, we have to be prepared when they come. Right. That message can be sent by literally just having UFOs in the sky. Like that is the message. When we have documented it in paintings and, and books and pictures and video, that's the message right there. I don't know if that sounds crazy to you, but they if you can't communicate with us, right? Because the language barrier, they're not from here, or maybe they're us from the future. And they're trying to like say, hey, we're here. This is bigger than you think it is. It's stranger than you think it is. Without actually showing up and telling us, I think that's the best way to do it, bro. Because we see that in the sky. We're like, hmm, well, it's moving faster than anything we have. It's traveling in ways we can't do. It's literally like not from here. It would make everybody think, hmm, there's other things out there. We should probably take better care of Earth. We should probably do better for the people here. And we should probably start to like educate ourselves more on like space and like what the universe actually is. So that's kind of my theory is that there it's just a message without actually talking to us. I don't know what you guys think. If, 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 if you guys think it's kind of cool comment below but yeah i mean i mean what would does that sound cool to send? like that's literally just a message without actually coming here and telling us what it is i i mean that'd be nice yeah i think it's kind of more i don't want to say sinister to be like dramatic but i think it might be a little bit more sinister than that the ufos in the sky yeah i don't think that they just here for you know uh educational or 
purposes. Do you think it's like a zoo hypothesis thing? Like they're watching us for some reason? It could be. It could be also another thing where, you know, they've always just kind of been here and, you know, maybe we notice it more now because of like documentation, like videos and everything like that. But do you like think you said before, we've been documenting it through like pictures, paintings, writings. Maybe it's just kind of, maybe it's just like they've just always been here. Do you think it's um, a situation where they made us and they're watching us and they're just trying to see how that we naturally evolve like this is just like a natural simulation that would be let's that would make put, sense let's just put them here and kind of watch how they operate and see what they do i mean humans are kind of like the most unique thing here out i mean we kind of work too biologically perfect to make sense in my opinion like we're on the planet that is the perfect you know space away from the sun to where yeah. we can not burn alive and be cold to death <clears throat> Uh, Jupiter takes most of the asteroids that are coming towards us and, you know, takes it away. There's enough water, oxygen. There's like literally everything is tailored in a sense. So, but yeah, I mean, imagine like from an ant's point of view, right? When ants see us, I wonder what they think. Like, what is that walking? Or like, you know, hey, those big, tall walking things. Like, so it's kind of, I think life's kind of like that. Like, there's just things that we don't understand yet because we're not at the bigger fish thing. Yeah, like like Qui Gon from Star Wars. There's a, there's always a bigger fish. Yeah, and like at the same time, maybe we're just not at the maybe our brains aren't able to comprehend certain things. So, but yeah, uh, to end the night off, bro, Elon Musk finally his Twitter era started, man. And this week, I'm not gonna lie, bro, because I don't really align myself with either the left or the right. But bro, it's been fun seeing the liberals cry, dude. Come on. You know what I mean? Like, the liberals crying on Twitter, like, oh, I'm done with the platform. Ugh. Like, bro, hey, I'm just, what I want to say, right, is, and I have this tweet pulled up right here, right? So this guy named Terrence McKinney, he's resp he's replying to Elon Musk about the whole $8 a month subscription for the blue check, right? If to get a blue check, you would have to pay $8 a month. He goes, yeah, but we're the commodity. Influencers, celebrities, athletes, whatever, we are the reason people come here. So to charge us to be here does seem counterintuitive. And he puts the LOL. Well, one, let's just get out the way. We are the commodity. Justin brings this up a lot about like when we make fun of like liberal people and like people who are like always trying to cancel people, they talk in ways that people in real life don't talk like, right? They literally talk in like this weird, like, like, you know, when the people complain, like, I, I would never. It, it, so, yeah, he's talking like that, bro. We are the commodity. No, you're not, bro. I literally replied to him. I said, let's be clear, bud. Most of us don't give a fuck about you famous people. You're not better than us because you have more money. Like, bro, these people really think that they're better than you. When you're the reason they're famous. Bro, I think a lot of famous people just seem to forget that fact, bro. I don't even think most people go to Twitter for that anyway. Does he really? But he thinks that. Like some when of we're logging onto Twitter, we're like, hey, I can't wait to go see what Cardi's talking about today. Yeah, some of them. Some, well, obviously, I'm not everybody, and I'm not speaking for everybody, but most of the Twitter pages I follow aren't celebrity-related at all, and they don't have verification. Uh, or ver they're not verified. They're like, um, like meme pages or... You know, uh, people who like break scoops on movies and shit like that. Like yeah. people who post like, you know, funny videos and I go on Twitter to be entertained. Right. So I think you do, too. Like also, Twitter is like kind of 
like a a news thing where like most of the news you get around the world, whether it be like movie news, whether it be uh, it's like instant news, city news, local yeah. news, video game news. I try to tell Warren that all the anything time, like yeah. Twitter's the the place for that because you know your favorite news person or what like. But I just said they're using Twitter, so to like get the news out to people, right? Yeah, and I t- I try to tell Warren that, and he doesn't believe me. Like, like the future of the news is gonna be on social media. Yeah, he's like that. Nah, you get your news from Twitter. Like, bro, getting my news from Twitter, and you getting it from a stupid fucking newspaper is the same thing. I just get it faster than you. Or I get my news from TikTok, you get it from Fox. That's literally I, the same. Yeah, thing. I think you can get. I think getting your news. There's no problem with that. I think that if it's from the right source, yeah. Yeah. I mean, the right source could literally be on Twitter, though. Yeah, no, that's what I'm saying. So, like, it's just, yeah. Like, so if you're getting your news from whatever the fuck this guy is, I don't think that's smart. But if you're getting your news from, like, a reputable, you know. Like, with that that's has like integrity said, and doesn't lie. Like, yeah, you know, sure. Fox, CNN, These New famous Times, people are out of control. Be. I've always been saying that, bro. These people literally forget why they're famous, right? Like, if we blew up, it's because of the people watching and supporting us. I'm not, I'm here because I'm the commodity. Like, bro, what, bro? This is what I'm trying to tell you guys. People are, you guys are making the wrong people famous. They don't care about the people. They don't care about this planet. They don't care about none of that shit. They're just fucking weirdos, bro. And most athletes, I mean, there's a handful, but like most athletes don't even use Twitter like that. I think Kevin Durant's like the most active athlete I've ever seen on Twitter. And like he posts like like once every couple yeah, days. Yeah, because if you're true to your craft, bro, I'm get the I'm not on fucking Twitter, bro. If I'm true to my craft, some athletes don't even use Twitter at all unless it's like advertising. Especially during the season, like if we yeah. were football players, guess what, bro? Fuck Twitter. I'm gonna be focusing on my craft, bro. But people like us, like we have to use social media to promote, to promote, right? So it's one of those things where it's kind of like a double-edged sword for me because I fucking hate social media. But I have to use it to promote our stuff, our music, our podcast stuff. I have to do it. So it's like a trap, right? And again, people give like, well, you don't, you're you making the choice. Yeah. It's a small price I have to pay to try to become what I want to become. So, but this is fucking funny. I love seeing these people cry when they're like announcing their departure. Nobody cares that you are leaving Twitter. Seriously. If there's people who are caring that you left Twitter, that's fucking cornball shit, bro. These famous rich people are like, I'm believing Twitter because Elon's turning into a, like a, his plat, bro, you know what I mean? You, like, free speech has been, on Twitter especially, free speech has been leashed up by the left, bro. The left-leaning people and, like, the lefties have completely leashed up free speech on their platform, right? And I, if Twitter goes where I think it's going, both sides are going to get fact-checked. Not just one. Right? Like, if you're on the left or the right and you're, like, giving people death threats, bye. Not just one side is getting favored anymore. I hope both sides get it. But, you know, Elon's right. Twitter is like a like a digital town square. It really is, bro. And for the future of social media, there needs to be a place where all of us can get together and discuss ideas without shutting others down. Right? Without blocking people and, and banning people. There needs to be a place where we all truly can, can talk and be adults without one side getting shut down because the people with blue hair can't handle when someone else has a different opinion. But that's my thoughts on the situation. Thank you guys for tuning in to episode 93 next week. I'm hoping to get a guest on the show. You'll find out next week because I'm not going to spoil it, but 
this whole next month or two, I'm planning on trying to get a lot of guests on the show for you guys. Kind of end the year off good. Because I know you guys are kind of sick of seeing my face. So just admit it. But, but yeah, that's all for tonight, guys. Until next time, peace.